Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So can I ask you to then to just, and I've read the letter. I know it's going to make an impact on people. Would you read your letter to your fellow Canadians, please? Certainly. To my fellow Canadians, congratulations on passing Bill C-69 and Bill C-48 through the House of Commons yesterday. I think there are a few things to recognize before the celebrations begin, however. There seems to be an impression by some people in this country that by effectively strangling the energy industry, somehow you have ejected the oil czars and big oil from their ivory towers in downtown Calgary. In reality, though, the ivory towers have been empty for several years already. Any remaining of the supposed oil barons left have been relegated to the warehouse districts of whatever field operations that still exist. Most of these dedicated entrepreneurs have already been working for free for some time in order to continue to hold together what is left of their life's work. I think it is important to understand exactly who these new legislations are going to affect. The energy industry in the West is the lifeblood of most of the small rural communities across Alberta, Saskatchewan, northern BC, and Manitoba. It is the fuel that has always kept them alive. These two bills passed yesterday are going to effectively destroy the lives and families of all the little motel owners, the barber shops, the restaurants, the laundromats, small local contractors, um, little grocery stores and gas stations, and all the people they employ in almost every community across our provinces. I am finding it hard to believe that there are some people in this great country of ours that think this destruction makes any sense relative to the minuscule difference all these people make to our overall carbon footprint. I am of the opinion that people that supported this legislation by our federal government do not fully understand the implications and the unintended consequences of these ill-fated measures. I think that regardless of where you are located in Canada, there is an understanding that at least for now, and probably for the next 20 to 30 years, fossil fuels will primarily be the most cost-effective way to heat our homes, feed our cars, transport trucks, railways, and in many areas, the power supply. Oil prices are currently quite low, and in some areas, even lower than the cost of production, but as seen in the not-too-distant past, can fluctuate wildly higher depending on geopolitical events around the world. I wonder if the supporters of these measures have thought of the massive transfer of our wealth to countries and corporations outside of this country, many of which we as Canadians do not ideologically agree with. I wonder if Canadians realize that because of our safety and regulatory framework in the energy industry, we are the highest cost jurisdiction in the world to operate in. From the perspective of a 45-year energy industry veteran that has traveled extensively around the oil fields of the world, we are categorically far superior to practices being utilized anywhere else on this planet. 
why would we as Canadians want to purchase our energy needs from anywhere else? The energy industry requires a highly trained group of individuals to operate safely and effectively. Due to the environment the industry is currently facing because of some of the made in Canada and certain third-party outside influences, the industry is unstable and even toxic. If we effectively kill this industry now, it may not be possible to reactivate it once it is realized what a tragic mistake we've made. This legislation going forward is absolutely going to put the province of Alberta into a have-not position. And I wonder if the taxpayers of Ontario and Quebec have fully thought out the implications of the burden to be put on them by the negative impact of a province that previously gave to the rest of Canada and will now need to take back just to live. A prosperous Alberta economy economy can and should be a vital dynamic engine of growth for the entire country as it has always been. Up to this point, many Alberta families have hung on as best they could by working at whatever they could find just to get by while hoping for changes to the challenging economic environment we have found ourselves in. This new legislation will kill any optimism that all of these people have been waiting for. Has anyone thought of where all the professionals are going to go in order to find employment in their respective fields? They are going to be hungry, and they're going to be on your doorstep and competing with workers from other provinces that do have work. In summary, these decisions being made in Ottawa are are going to fundamentally destroy the very fabric of life of your fellow Canadians in our oil-producing provinces that depend on the energy industry to survive. We in the industry are not complainers. We only ask that our brothers and sisters of this country recognize who exactly these decisions are going to affect. Regards. Bob Mitchell, a proud Albertan and a proud Canadian. Thank you for that. Want to hear more Roy Green? We've got you covered with the Roy Green Show podcast. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or Google Play.